before the video or the podcast starts, we just want to say that a sub came in in one section and basically kind of took over in a way and started explaining something that we're kind of confused on. Well, what are the positive and negatives of te- technical invasions and changes? I feel like that uh, some of the technological improvements uh, was bad because like people could get like too overpowering with it, like the government could like use it for their own advantages. Oh yeah. And not everybody was able to afford it. Like the poor, like how would they be able to especially keep up with the new technology if they didn't have like stuff like that though too. Yeah. And if they do like to like have like power then the whole like you know like the um Rich, like the rich would t- just take all the advantage of it, basically. Yeah. Taking ownership. Okay, so then we go to the- uh, Do the positive outweigh the negatives? Is he out with I mean, it's kind of almost like. 50-50 kind of thing, you know, because, like, you get this one thing where technically, like, technology helps in a sort of way, but then, and again, it's used for advantage for, like, people that have big, 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 <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that, you know, and they can easily take over advantage of, like, certain people who got that knowledge. Uh, Jenna. <clears throat> Here. Nicole is here. Stephen, how do um, how do these inventions change affect how people live and work? I feel like they uh, improve a lot of uh, how people live and work because for work you have more. It's easier and then live your living with new technology, so it's just kind of like. It makes life easier in a way. Yeah. And it makes your job okay, easier. Sorry, well, the thing, it just makes the whole life kind of easy. Because, like, with us without technology, it'd be like us without internet. Yeah. Without internet, people just go crazy. You know? Okay. Christopher and like, Kim. The, like, um, Christopher Lee. Wait, there's, a, there's one other thing I want to say. It's like, without like, the uses uh, of that, Seth. then our lives would be like in Stone Ages. Benjamin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bree. You want me to go to the next question? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, should big businesses like um, Google, Walmart be admired or criticized oh, okay. for its success? And Lorenzo, explain. Jaylene. I mean, not really Sorry. because they've like been successful at it, and it's for like a good cause. I yeah. mean, like John. it's like a sport. Like everybody in this, like like Google is like it's like the research for everything, and Walmart is like that's like selling supplies to the, to the community. So it's like. Well, it they, says, they uh, Rios. Like, criticize okay. in a bad way. Yeah, that's hey. what I'm saying. But, like, honestly, Donovan. Though, well, it's not Nathan. like, oh, great job. Like, each and every time because, like, uh, they, they're getting money for one own absence. benefit. So okay. that should yeah. be, like, enough praise in basically. Yeah. We're getting money to their business because we're just buying the things. So it should be just, you know, saying, oh, good job. You know, we have a big business. You know? She was not like, you create the first light bulb and then... In over years, you're just like, wow, we could have been here. She hasn't been in like a She's been here like a month. So, ironically, it sounds pretty stupid to me, honestly. Okay, so our big businesses leaders like Carnage and Rockstar captains of industry or Robert Barron's explain. I actually don't even know. I mean, it's kind of like what people think. I mean, like, yeah, I, don't know. I was hoping that you could answer that one, honestly. But um, 
like, because, like, the people, you, like you said before in our other question, have, like, a lot of power, I guess. Yeah. So, it basically, I think to be, like, Robert Barron's, you know, because, like, yeah. people with higher power have, like, have a lot of control. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. That's all I know. Okay. You read... Okay. And it says, what are the reasons, push, and pull factors for immigration to the U.S. during the Gilded Age? And today, explain why. So I'm just, I'm just about to guess it's talking about immigration. Yeah. Uh, it caused immigration. So basically, like, what I think is that there was a lot of job opportunities, like better, like, in the Gilded Age, there's more, like, like, better jobs, like, jobs improving. Too, yeah, there's better like wages that. and everything. So that kind of cause immigration because mm-hmm. everyone everyone had a better job yeah but there's also like like the negative part about it is like where there's a lot of people that are immigrants too and then like some of them don't even like really have homes because of that too yeah. was that like what in new york or something like that yeah like that too like especially like people went to like a lot in uh mainly to new york Mm-hmm. And the problem was that there was enough homes for everybody. Yeah. So there's a lot of homes. Yeah. Well, there's also positives and then a lot really much more negatives on that. Okay. Good for that part. Yeah. Okay. So um, what are the positives and negatives of immigration for the U.S. during the Gilded Age and to explain? Oh, wait. We, we already talked about that. that. Oh, okay. So we can skip that. What issues and challenges do new immigrants uh, face yeah, once in the U.S. Yeah, during I'm, I'm the Gilded Age and today? Explain. Are you guys? What's going on? I'm gonna take a guess. Okay, just let me know. I want you to explain it to see. During the Gilded Age. Yeah. I would say like. I don't know. Like they don't really speak the language, and it's kind of hard to communicate. Because they're from other other countries and yeah. stuff like that. And today it's basically the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's not really different from how we are right now, for instance. Like, if you were, like, from, I don't know, Mexico or something like that, you come to the U.S. and you don't know how to speak English, that's got to be a problem. Yeah. You know? So there's not really much difference about that, how it's, how's it like today. It's still the same. Yeah, especially if you come from, like, a country, if you don't know how to, like, read and write, because there's countries that are, like, that poor and they don't really get education like that. Yeah. Then that's, like, a big hit. Then, why, then I'm, for me, I'm saying, then why would you go to that country, then, if you don't know how to speak the language or even, like, write, you know? Yeah. You're basically setting yourself up for being homeless. Wait, did we we talk about that one? Did we talk about Yeah, we just did that one. Okay. Should the U.S. be a melting pot or salad bowl or both? Explain. I don't even get that means. Okay, so like a melting pot is like everybody takes all their different cultures and the things that they came from from other countries. It gets blended into a pot and with a melting stuff. Same with the salad, right? So just things like different parts of the salad. It has a little ranch and stuff like that. Yeah, so like you know, drizzle. So, but you know, like that cucumbers, you know, so that that could represent like things from you know my culture from Russia and carrots or things from my culture in Japan, those kind of things. Oh, okay. The melting pot, everything gets melted down to where everybody has a new culture, a new way of doing things. But it's the, it's what's they've taken all these pieces, they've melted it down. Oh, so it's like where a salad is, we don't melt it down. Right, all of these pieces kind of sit in a bowl, and it's all all these different pieces. 
that makes sense. So, so every so it can be a little more fractured, right? You know, yeah. th this is my Mexican, you know, Mexican culture. This is, you know, so if we're going to do this here. So there's the tomatoes where instead of making something English, <laughs> all the pieces are celebrated in the state. So, okay. so that's a different film plot in South. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Philip, you want to start us off? Honestly, I think the salvo would be better because this is like our country is made for like freedom, not like to be like kind of controlling of like what you should really believe in. Yeah. And like, it, it sh we should just be supporting of like what other people came from and like what they do and stuff. We shouldn't invite that over. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like it might be like how you said, I think it probably might be like just both because like for instance, we're saying like, um, for other people that are in the country, right? And they're trying to go from the U.S. from here. It's like you have to basically have to top them, like, our thing, you know? Yeah. Basically, not so much as, like, a brainwash, but much more, like, making that kind of, like, a person, you know? Yeah. It's like turning from something from their culture and turning out something from us, basically, you know? So I feel like it's just kind of between both as it is. Yeah. And oh, that's all. And we're done.